testing, testing it, it after this absinthe. For real, it tastes like there's fish in my mouth with the Cheez-Its. Wow. So this is another episode of Balls Back. My name is Matt Rigg, and with us again tonight, our friend, Ethan Hall. Ethan, how are we doing? What's happening, brother? I gotta be honest, I'm a little disappointed to be here. Disappointed to be here. Yes. I was pumped last week when you had a little extra juice little on your meat. intro, but yeah. why all of a sudden you disappointed that? Well, Red flag off the jump. It's Wednesday. We record on Tuesdays, and then last week we recorded on Tuesday, but our podcast didn't get uploaded till Thursday. Wednesday night. I uploaded late Wednesday night last like week. Thursday. It felt like Thursday. Okay. Last week... How do you expect people to lose on my gambling tips? <laughs> <laughs> Last week was my own issue. We recorded on Tuesday night as scheduled. All of a sudden, it was past 10 o'clock. I knew I was going to be up at 6 something in the morning the next day. Ooh. I know that sounds like a personal <laughs> that sounds like a personal problem, a complaint. I'm working on it. But I I texted you at like 10:30 that night. I was like, dude, I got to be up early like I'm going to finish this on Wednesday. We'll upload on Wednesday. Yeah. And you respond the next day because obviously you're sleeping easy. Obviously. And that's obvious. I sleep while you edit. But not ideal. I do not want to do that. I do not want to upload on Wednesdays. For this week, I obviously you knew I had an obligation on Tuesday night. You did. We're recording on Wednesday. We're going to pick for Thursday's games. But what I feel bad about last week was just the fact that we recorded on Tuesday we talked about Wednesday night's games, and by the time I uploaded those games, already happened. Yeah. And it, I know it, we have listeners that listen to our podcast Wednesday mornings. Yeah. Do you get better? Be ready to adjust to shit on the fly. You're listening to a non-professional podcast that gets done on the fly just out of sheer will. Wow. You uh, really... Called out the listeners that are the angry listeners that wanted our podcast on Wednesday. But I mean, I kind of applaud it. Don't apologize to him for sure. What's more embarrassing? Me taking two days to upload the podcast or you picking a game last week that did not even take place on Wednesday night? Oh, and I'm so happy you brought this up because I was actually going to bring this up in my own time. Um, Probably later in the podcast, buried when everyone's already checked out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, good call. Uh, definitely yours is more embarrassing, for sure, and 100%, because mine was a test. <laughs> yeah, to see if there were any listeners <laughs> out there. Planned. Yep, to see if there were any listeners out there that were going to email in and tell me, hey, Ethan, you picked a game that wasn't aired on uh, Wednesday. Did anybody email in saying that you picked no, the wrong game? No, no, oh. nobody did that. That's interesting. That is interesting. Considering we ask for emails every week. Right. That is funny. So it was a bit of a test. So yours is definitely more embarrassing. How about well, how about this? We even I don't even have this written down. But how about how embarrassing was it that like three weeks ago I uploaded a podcast that you could only hear out of one ear <laughs> for like two days? Yeah. I texted you the next day. I was like, hey man, I don't know if my headphones are fucked, but <laughs> I think you can only hear out of one ear. Yeah, like three weeks ago when I uploaded late. Late on Tuesday night for Wednesday morning. I think I didn't have it corrected until Thursday, but <laughs> I think it was the 10th or 11th episode we uploaded. And for whatever reason, I must have adjusted some setting and only was coming out of like your right ear or something. The right. whole podcast. Yeah. And never addressed it. 
because I just <laughs> swept that under the rug. Yeah. I have a pretty lumpy rug, by the way. Um, again, I'm 100% aware this is not a football podcast, but we have to talk about football again this week. We do. I mean, I don't suck it up if you hate football. And then also, if I mean, we're going to talk about it. It's the end of the year in football. It's a short season. Bear with us. For any listener that doesn't know, I mean, Randy Moss is the voice that's being, you know, for your lecture hall. Yeah, of course. We have Randy Moss in this podcast every week. And for people that don't know that, it's really embarrassing, and you should probably work on that and better yourself. And here, what else is embarrassing? I don't know if it's for the listeners or for yourself, but I mean, you were like a fifth string wide receiver. That's not true. I was very first string. Very, very first string. If there was anything higher than first string, that'd be me. Are we doing Super Bowl bets? Four next two, week four on two the, five forty four two five forty. Go ahead. Are we doing Super Bowl bets on the next podcast? I just want to make sure that we can pencil that in. Oh yeah, hundred percent. This is a gambling podcast more than it is an NBA podcast, is it not? You had money last last year on the uh, the national anthem time, if I remember right. Oh yeah, yeah. Best I bet even, of the year. Oh god, what was her name? Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I I I direct messaged her. To tell her to cut her time a little bit, cut it under two minutes. Cause like, run it. Yeah, run it. And, and I think she had a cold, too, so I was like, odds are in my favor. Anthem's coming on. Yeah. Get upstairs. Let's view Timed this. it. Oh, dude. What a moment. What a moment. Yeah. Won, uh, won some good money on that, so. I apologize for the Cowboys this weekend. Hey, trash is trash. The Cowboys are trash. The Cowboys are trash, Okay, man. yeah. You felt lucky to be there, right? I yeah. felt lucky. I was happy to get a playoff win. That was a found lottery ticket. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I won 40 bucks last week on that <laughs> yeah. scratcher. Okay. That grandma that buys lottery tickets every <laughs> single week. And at the end of the year, all of a sudden, it was like 180 bucks. Yeah. Dude, hey. Just wa- happy to be here. Hey, you know? Wanda, you lost $300 this year on scratchers. <laughs> Chill out. Nobody cares about your $80 win. You didn't win shit. Yeah. No, that's, that's fine. I'm predicting the Saints-Chiefs for the Super Bowl. Talk to me. What are your thoughts? You're taking both the favorites. Not that interesting to me. They're the favorites? Yeah. I didn't even look. i got to be honest. What a gambler Saint- you are. The Saints are our favorite over the Rams? Yeah, oh, yeah. The Saints are kind of trash. No, uh, let's look it up right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're right. The uh, Saints are favored. Man, uh, by three and a half. Over the Rams. Uh, I actually knew the Patriots were underdogs against the Chiefs. That was kind of big news. Sit. <laughs> uh, Chiefs are favored by minus three. Okay, wow. Yeah, I guess that's not a, such a hot take, but that's who I got. you have anything different? That's fair. Um, I'm rooting for Chiefs-Rams. I hope that's what it is. If I had to guess, I would actually would probably lean that way as well. Pats, in general, probably overachieved, my guess, against the Chargers. They're a little bit of like a broken team, you know what I mean? Like abused and shit. (laughs) Um, More interesting game is the Saints-Rams. It feels like two teams that I feel like the Saints get a lot of respect because of Sean Payton and Drew Brees, but... I feel like they've been choking lately. There's nobody on the team that's been there other than those two. Yeah. And that's the QB and the coach. I get that's like all that matters. But I feel like the Saints have, more often than not, kind of failed. The Rams are a little newer to the situation. They made the playoffs last year, disappointed, obviously. But I don't know. I like the Rams. I think eventually their defense is going to show up. I hope not. Man, 
to talk real briefly about this, I actually... you have rooting interest in the Saints or what? I hate the Rams. I should rephrase that. I I hate Rams fans because we live in Southern California and... I've met three of them. All, no, at work I've met about fucking 20 of them and I feel like they're just all coming out of the woodwork and all these people are being like, oh yeah, I was a fan back when they were here and then they left and I wasn't so much and they came back and I'm a fan again. You're 26. And it's like, hey, when, when they left, you were three years old and, you know, there are a few people out there that are 100% honest. I get that. And that's awesome. Congratulations. The only ones I trust are like, old white dudes yeah right 55 and up yeah and if your team moves your team moves you stick with that team you don't switch teams am i right i agree i can see though like like my dad for example was a big la rams fan but he rooted for them in st louis too there you go now he was from still in la there you go and he doesn't even live in california anymore hey that makes sense doesn't it logic logic obviously so maybe i don't hate the rams as much as i do their fans fans get better it's really annoying. They just need a real stadium. Yeah, they, well, they need, we'll they need more self-respect. We'll get there. So once again, hit us up with any questions, issues, Email us concerns. if we get anything fucking wrong. I don't want to find out about it a week later. Yeah, please hit us up. Ballsbackpodcast at gmail.com. Ballsbackpodcast at gmail.com. Also, while you're at it, give us a five-star review. Please. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. That's it. That's it. Please give us a five-star review. Hit us up, ballsbackpodcast at gmail.com. We're at the halfway point of the season. We're going to do what has surprised you so far. Team, players, betting trend, storylines. Let's hear it. Oh, I'm going to start off the bat here? Yeah, you're getting us started. Let's hear it. All right, I actually have two players that I'm thinking about, two teams, two players. It's, like, it's kind of fucking me up. Can I can I talk about them both? Is that? I know we we don't really talk too much before we start recording. Like two players that are surprising to you. Yeah, surprising. Yeah, just, just go Dude, one at a time. Just run well, because I feel like they switch places kind of in a way, in a weird way. Well, fuck it, say them both together then. All right, I thought Kawhi Leonard was gonna have a horrible season. And, That's on you, dude. And I thought Gordon Hayward was going to come back strong as fuck. Man, now, I'm walking away. Kawhi Leonard faked that injury last year, and that's fine. <laughs> um, but I wasn't expecting him to come back so strong and play so well. And I thought he was going to be pouting that he was moved to Canada instead of LA, where he wanted to go. Um, so I thought he was going to pout. I thought he was going to fake another injury, sit out the entire season, not get along with his teammates, start some shit. But lo and behold, he's been doing great. Now, on the other hand, completely different team, same division, Gordon Hayward on the Celtics. What the hell happened? I get it. Injuries take a while to recover, but he was out for an entire year. That's what's weird and, to me is that he's been, he's had the full calendar year, not the, like, he's been out a year, seven months, you know, from the end of last season to the start of the new one. Yeah. Full calendar year. Full calendar year, and he's been super so I'm whatever. I'm with you on that, yeah. So... Those are kind of my surprises right off the top. What were you expecting from Gordon Hayward? Is it because the Celtics? Do you feel like the Celtics are maybe kind of underachieving a little bit because Gordon Hayward hasn't necessarily brought it? Well, that's the other thing I was going to say. They just, yeah, they've been super underwhelming. They've been hit or miss, super inconsistent. I was expecting a lot more out of Jason Tatum. Um, I think maybe the Celtics might have been expecting more out of Gordon Hayward. So, hence, like, suppressing 
Jason Tatum a little bit, Jalen Brown a little bit. These guys that kind of play like a similar position. Yeah, makes total sense. It's just weird that this is a team that probably maybe you're expecting to win like 63 games this year. It's just trending probably to win close to 50, 52. Yeah, their fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. Hey, man, top of the East, pretty good. Yeah, I guess. Although it's funny, it's kind of weird how the Celtics have like a shit show. I guess the Sixers are getting like a shit show kind of vibe to them too, but these are two teams that are fine. Like it doesn't really matter how their team's performing until like mid-April. Did you say Sixers are fine? What's wrong with them? Are they not ahead no, of the no, Celtics? No, 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 it's fine. We'll Am see. I wrong? They're ahead of the Celtics. That doesn't mean anything. But we'll, we'll get we'll get to that later. I, kind I have of, a few things to say about them. Fucks. This is kind of a Sixers hate podcast. I don't know if you have Sixers notes for later, but... A little bit. Let's get into it. I mean, you're talking about the Celtics. I'm not even... I don't even have this written down at all, but I mean, Ben Simmons going to get got in the playoffs again. Yeah, yeah. Just like he did last year. He's having a great season. I'm going to keep it at that. You say he's had a great season? Regular season. Great regular season. Okay, okay. I can't really make up my mind. You had two players. I had two teams. Oh, well, here we go. I cannot make up my mind if I'm more surprised by the Kings or the Mavs. Ooh, those are some good ones. Basically, the so they're... Kings, dude. Oh, Mavs, too. I, damn, I didn't even think about that. Two teams we probably expected to be. So there's the Suns. They're kind of like in their own class. I don't even want to put them in the Western Conference. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> the they're, in, they're in Mexico Conference. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's two. Um, they're in the... <laughs> They're in the other conference, whatever that other is. They're both just outside the playoffs, but they're both teams that we expected to be right next to Phoenix, and Phoenix is in its own league. Um, and they both kind of have this – the reason I compare the two of them is they both have this young guy in either De'Aaron Fox for the Kings or Luka Doncic for the Mavs where they are their clear best player and even weirder, the best leader on their teams. And they've come relatively out of nowhere in that Darren, Darren Fox last year has probably received as somewhat of a disappointment, you know, so plenty of upside. I'm not writing a guy off because he had a rough first year and he weighs 165 pounds. Yeah. Can't do that. But, and Luka Doncic, I think was maybe going to come in. He's going to be more NBA ready than a lot of players. But then all of a sudden you hear other podcasts, Bill Simmons, other articles that are kind of saying that Luka Doncic all of a sudden is in this, this dude might win MVP in the next five years conversation. So, I mean, relatively out of nowhere. Yeah. Do you think there's a certain, we, I don't have this written down, but might cut this. Do you see like a certain upside to Luca that's missing that I'd. No. Okay. So you're with, you're with it that Luca could be that good. <sighs> there was a dude that we were hanging out with a week ago that asked me, would I, I'm like defending Lonzo Ball as I do. Easy and he was like, yeah, but would you rather have Luca or Lonzo? And I was like, Luca, easy. Yeah. So that's why I know I'm so, I still got it. Like, I'm so rational. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. Seemingly. Even a more. A rational Lakers fan? I've never heard of that. It's me. <laughs> Ballsbackpodcast at gmail.com. The rational Lakers fan. Okay. The Kings and Mavs, though, more importantly for our listeners, second and third against the spread in the entire league. So, yeah, sure, they're just outside the playoffs, but in the against-the-spread playoffs, in the gambling playoffs, they're the two and three seed. All right. You, okay. You kind of see it kind of follows that balls-back formula of competitive team that's a little off the radar, that doesn't always win games, 
but covers. Right. Which is all we... I'm all about covering. That's all we care about. Yeah, 100%. And just before I move on, I mean, who would you rather have, Luca or Fox? Fox. Why? I don't see Luca going anywhere, dude. I just just... asked you if you thought he was limited. He said no. He said, did he have any upside? And I said no. Ah, okay. I I misinterpreted. So you're saying... That you think that Luca, as he comes in, is kind of like super average. He's not going to be an MVP. He's just whatever. He look, he's good as a rookie. That's fine. He's been playing in the Euro leagues. How long? Ooh, man, I'm tense right now. Yeah. I hope you're right. I don't think you are though. I take Lonzo Ball over Luca any day. No, you week. don't. Come Absolutely, on. he's better passer, better defender. Come on. Fucking give me five right here. Uh, all right. right. <laughs> Let's go on to the next one. Who do you have for our next surprise? Um, I'm just going to kind of rapid fire these. Uh, we don't, there's no need really discussing these too much in the detail. I was really surprised at the Clippers start of the season. Oh, where the fuck did that come from? They kind of tailed off a little bit. Yeah, a little a bit. Little, not much, though. They're still, but, still yeah, they're still winning games. I mean, but, you know, a month ago, we were like, holy shit, what the fuck's going on? Um, there's something to NBA teams rolling out like a glut of 26 to 30-year-olds. It was, yeah. They're it was adults, just, you yeah. know what I mean? And just guys that are at the peak of their power have been in the league for a few years. Been they've had a they have a bunch of guys that have been successful in the NBA. Yeah, but they're just true. Empl- they're employing, dropping out there that are in their quote unquote primes between that age is twenty six thirty years old. So it's not it's not crazy surprising to me that they are, you know, on on track to win forty five fifty games. That's not weird to me. Doc Rivers getting up there. Uh, Jazz downfall. They're bouncing back a little bit. I think this pod this I guess. This topic probably would have aged a little better last week, maybe. But True. The Jazz are right on the ass of the Lakers, so I'm very aware that the Jazz have been playing pretty well. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not even in the uh, not in the playoff right gambit now, right but now, but you know they're tracking. I think actually, kind of more of the story is just, and people would be sick of hearing this, but Donovan Mitchell has just been Donovan Mitchell. He hasn't gotten like to the next step. You know what I mean? He's yeah, kinda, yeah, exactly. He's showing the same things he did last year. Which, you know, is good and bad in the sense that, you know, obviously he's a good player. But I think they were relying on him to be a little more than that. Yeah, I thought so, too. Lastly, I have the Nets still being the Nets and more. Had to throw that in there. They've been going off. I think they're... Shit, I don't have it in front of me right now. I think they're like a six seed, seven seed. Check it out. But I think I'm pretty sure they're at the six seed. Yeah, it's uh, actually seven seed, and they are 22 and 23. Fuck that's, yeah. a, that's another win last night, I think. I think. Yeah. Hey, go Nets. I think D'Lo had like 34 points, 7 or 9 assists. Um, Not only are they covering, they're in the playoff race. As I mentioned last week <laughs> that when you said you would take D'Angelo Russell over Kyle Kuzma, I said brother Paul was going to be upset about it, and he has been upset about it all week. Yeah. And I got to tell you, man, you're looking pretty good. Yeah, 100%. D-Lo's obviously. Awesome, dude. When am I not looking good? Um, I actually, no, I'm not going to save it. But <laughs> I'm with you all of a sudden. This is a, we always talk about what podcast this is not. Yeah. Although we do own this is a Sixers Hate podcast. I'm willing to add another line to that. And I think you're going to be into it. Okay. This is a D'Angelo Russell podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. This is, yep. You're not going to hear any malicious words about him. The guy gets it. I'll say he doesn't play D. That's you'll, fine. Yeah, you'll probably Neither does James Harden. Yep. Come on. I knew you were going to have a uh, comeback for that. Yeah. But it is what it is. Scored, what, 57 points the other night, some shit like that? Who? Harden. 
Actually, my next topic I have here is James Harden. Oh, perfect. Believe it or not. I would have never guessed that halfway into the season, people were actually going to be legitimately talking about James Harden being MVP. And I know I sound kind of fucking ridiculous countering that point, but what is he doing differently that... Let me Actually, let me back up a little bit. So the Rockets are near the bottom of the Western Conference for most of the early part of the season, right? Yeah. They start turning it around when Chris Paul gets hurt. Relatively, they bounced up into the Western Conference standings, I think, as of recording there at the fifth or sixth seed. When, if you listen to our podcast maybe three weeks ago, the Christmas games especially, I was picking Thunder because I was expecting the Rockets to struggle post-Chris Paul injury, similarly to, to where they did last year when Chris Paul got hurt right. in the playoffs. But what I was saying is, what is the difference between what James Harden is doing right now, stuffing the stat sheet, being the sixth seed, that is that much more impressive than what Russell Westbrook was doing with the Thunder during his MVP season and what he's done since? I think you kind of brought it up perfectly. Last year, Chris Paul got hurt, and they lost in the uh, final. Or no. Western se- Conference sem- Yeah, Western Conference Finals. Um, and this year... You know, they were already doing kind of poorly, and Chris Paul gets hurt, and right off the bat, you think, oh, well, there goes the Rocket season. They're done. That poor start was like almost to James Harden's personal benefit. Yeah, and now he got hurt, and it's almost like James Harden is just playing on another level, and I know he's got a a lot of haters out there, and I get that. We've talked about that in previous pods. I think it's fucking dumb. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Get over it. Motherfucker scored 57 points the other night against the Grizzlies. I think it was Monday night. 57 points. You give him that, dude. 57. Let's check that. 57. Let's please check that. No, I did while you were talking. Oh, okay. Trust me. We're good. Okay. That's uh, Harden's 57 <laughs> points leads Rockets over Grizzlies, 112.94. You respect that? So I think that's kind of why he's been brought up in this whole MVP talk now is, yeah, he won it last year, but, I mean, one of their, their second best player got injured, and they're only doing better. And it's mostly because of him. But what is he doing very differently than Russell Westbrook did two years ago? And everybody is regretting that decision of giving Russell Westbrook MVP when he was averaging 30 points and a triple-double to go along with it. When you start getting into the like percentages and efficiency for James Harden. James Harden, they're both shooting 43%. I think Russell Westbrook was shooting 35% on threes. James Harden was shooting 37% on threes. And both of their free throw percentages were in the 80s. And all of a sudden, Russell Westbrook gets ripped for having such a high usage, being a ball hog, being a one-man show, doesn't work in the playoffs. And I think he lost in five games to James Harden. This process, this way of playing that James Harden is using, it looks pretty in the regular season. And you can beat a lot of bad teams playing one-man basketball and with a guy that's just dominating like this. My only hunch is that I would expect them to struggle in the playoffs and I'm just hoping that voters for like MVP that are considering James Harden's MVP is like this isn't last he's benefiting with Chris Paul out and just because you're going to beat up on bad teams in the regular season he's not going to be getting those foul calls in the playoffs they're not going to be able to, he's not going to be able to launch 23s a game in the playoffs and I think the pace of the game is ultimately going to slow down and really struggle and, and I would not be surprised hey so we're talking that's what sucks too. Is we're talking about the Rockets as if Chris Paul is not playing, and Chris Paul's gonna come back, and this is all gonna balance out. James Harden's not gonna be blowing up like this. 
But if James Harden were to go into the playoffs playing like this against like a real team, he's five games. They're out. That brings me to a question. Is MVP based on regular season or playoffs? We've talked about this. It is regular season. Torched. But. Torched. Right. But. I see what you're saying. I really do. Like, it, he's not going to get all these fucking foul calls where he gets half of his points from the free throw line. He's not going to get that. You're right. And I get that. Maybe it's. Then a, change it. Yeah, maybe it's on me. I have to maybe, like, separate the fact that I just already see where this is going if he yeah, were to 100%. play a one man show. All right. If it's a regular season award, I think you might be right. There you go. That being said, I'm on my high alert. <laughs> Do you have any predictions? In my say prediction, a bold prediction. I just want a singular, bold prediction for the second half of the season. I actually have two. One's kind of medium prediction. One's hot prediction. I obviously want to hear them both, so I'll give you two. Which one do you want to hear first? Medium. Okay. Lakers don't make the playoffs. Oh, God, that's pretty hot. That's hot? Yeah, maybe it's just for I me. I think that's medium. I uh, think that's, that's medium. That's, that's pretty hot. You cunt. I almost went mild. You're a cunt. <laughs> okay. Mild. Um, I almost went mild. Right, it's like a given. For real, like kind of like it, I was. I I actually thought you were gonna agree with me. You know LeBron James plays for that basketball team, right? Yeah, I know, but fuck, man, I, I, no joke. Not at this table. Not on this podcast. No, nope, no joke. I thought you might edit this out and be like, "That's actually not that hot of a take." Who's to say I won't? <laughs> Let's hear your second one. It'd be way better than that. Second one, hot. Trailblazers will have a better record than the Nuggets. What? That is hot. That's scorching. Do you have any reasoning for that? Outside of you just love the black and red. Lillard's just going to turn it up. Yep. McCollum's coming back. Yep. Nurkic is just playing on another Nurkic's level. Hooping. Dude, hooping. he's hooping. Yeah. Uh, Zach Collins, Miles Leonard, they're only getting better. Al Farouk Amino. The elbow game. Fuck yeah. Between We're... Zach Collins and Nurkic is so strong. Yeah. They're just getting up there. They're just hooping. It's just street ball for them. It's out of your hands. We're just having a good time. It's not a Blazers podcast, but they will have more wins than the Nuggets this year. Speaking about what is going on on this podcast, my bold prediction is that D'Angelo Russell gets traded at the trade deadline. Whoa. (laughs) Really? Yes. So if you would have listened to our podcast, maybe, was it four or five weeks ago when we did like, What's your bold prediction for who's going to get traded at the, at the deadline? Oh, yeah, And yeah. by the way, I feel great about these. We said the biggest thing that's going to be traded at the deadline was either Kemba Walker or Kevin Love. Yeah. Kevin Love's just coming back. Little kind of teetering trade rumors coming back for him. Kemba Walker, I can still absolutely see it. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell playing so well lately, I think is really increasing his trade value considering that he's going into this offseason as a restricted free agent. And the Nets already paid Spencer Dinwiddie. They're paying Spencer Dinwiddie like $12 million a year. Was that because of the uh, D'Angelo Russell injury last year? Maybe, but I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie's been pretty good. Like he's been like a fringe starter level player. Right, right. And he plays the same position. Like you can maybe tell me this D'Angelo is like a shooting guard. Yeah. He maybe should be playing off ball with another uh, ball distributor. But they already kind of made their bet. Yeah. Where they are, you know, contributing like, oh, shit, what did we do? Ten-plus million dollars a year to Spencer Dinwiddie. That yeah. starts just next year. And all of a sudden this summer, there's going to be people throwing, if, especially if Dan's like he's playing like this, people are going to be throwing a lot of money at him. Oh, yeah. And the, the Nets are going to say, do we want to pay Spencer 
and D'Angelo. And all I'm saying is I wouldn't be surprised if they said, hey, if we can get two first-round picks, we can get a pick and a player or some other kind of combination because we don't want to pay D'Angelo and they're anticipating all of a sudden he's going to get some kind of like four or five-year $80 million deal. And maybe I'm just speaking out of pure fanboydom, but this is this is real. Like this is very real. This is very real. And I think this is a very real and new development over the last two, three weeks. Like I mean, this dude's averaging twenty points and seven assists, and like, and he the guy doesn't even average thirty minutes a game. He doesn't even average thirty minutes a game, and he's putting up these numbers. He doesn't play defense, but per thirty six, he's averaging like it's like twenty three and eight, yeah, three nine, like. Somebody's gonna pay him. He'll get you there. Somebody's gonna. You pay put him, him on a good team, not to dis- disrespect the Nets because they are a good team. You put him on a better team, though, dude. Dude's lethal. So I just want to put out there my bold prediction. Maybe not more. It's not more likely to happen than not. I'm just gonna add in there that I could easily see D'Angelo Russell getting traded this deadline. I like that. All right. So you have a lecture hall this week or what? Actually, I do not have a lecture hall this week. However, I do have. A listener email? We didn't get any listener emails. That you know of, I might have erased it. Do you have a pen pal or what? And I saved it in my archive. Oh, he is pulling his cell phone out <laughs> from under the table. Uh, this oh. is a great one. I actually really enjoyed this one. Um, oh, I got some fucking buddy of yours. This is from a Jamie Melcor- Mel- Jamie Melcher. That might be high me. How does he spell it? J A I M E. That might be high. That could me. be high me. Yeah. Could be Jamie. You never know. We'll call him Jamie. Listener Jamie says, Hey guys, show is awesome. Keep up the great work. I know Matt is a huge Lakers fan, and deep down, I know Hall is too. Torched. I know that too. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, last week Kuzma said that the Lakers had a death squad of their own that could compete with the Warriors. Let's just say that the Lakers and the Warriors meet in the playoffs. Do you think that the Lakers have what it takes to beat the Warriors in a best-of-seven series if the Lakers start Kuzma's death squad? Lakers starting five is Kuzma, Rondo, James, Ball, and Ingram, and Warriors starting five is Cousins, Curry, Durant, Thompson, and Green. Oh, and by the way, Matt, Lonzo sucks. Thanks, guys. Jamie. Man, I love this email it was just it was good from start to finish um he had a lot of good points in there uh do you you want me to take this or do you want to answer first you you want to oh yeah no let's hear your answer because i'm happy to answer actually uh the lakers stand no chance obviously um even with a healthy lebron i mean we saw it last year with the cavaliers it's pretty much the same team he's on right now uh the cavaliers he just moved cities so um you're rolling your eyes, and I get that, and that's fine. It's kind of tough to take in, but... Uh, it's just such a troll question. That's what pisses me off. <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously, uh, the Lakers don't have a chance. Um, obviously, they don't have a chance. That's what so pisses me off it's, about it. It's like just you're just fun. making me admit something that we already know. It is just kind of fun hey, to also, talk here, about. you want to hear something about the Lakers' death lineup? I'll tell you what. It doesn't include Rondo death squad. and Alonzo. Death squad. Say death squad. Death Squad. It doesn't. Right, even, it does, Kuzma, put, Kuzma put it that way, your boy. It does not include Rondo and Lonzo in the starting lineup. I don't think that's happened sure? once. No, fuck. That would who, never happen. Who else would they put in? Uh, Tyson Chandler or 
or McGee mm. at center. All right. With ease. This is an embarrassing question. Is Obviously, it? I'd say in a seven-game series, maybe the Lake, maybe the Lakers win one. I just had a boredom on the Warriors' part, but and that's only just out of respect for LeBron. Like, fuck this question. We're moving on. Well, according to the emailer, it was Kuzma's death squad, not his death squad. So Jamie, Jaime, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Keep listening to the podcast. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, Five-star review if you can. But you're a troll. Kuzma put the death squad together, so blame Kuzma. You're a troll. Let's get into our picks from last week and make some new ones for this week. 100%. I'm going to be really quick this week, just because I know I have to edit and upload this podcast the same night, I guess, is the new rule. Right. Um, last week, I had the Pacers plus six and a half in Boston. Wrong. Not even close. Uh, Celtics worked in that game. Didn't see any of it. I had the Cavs plus 14 in New Orleans. Pelicans won by 15. Yeah. God, that was fucking tough for me. <laughs> Lakers minus one and a half at home against Detroit. Got that one right. Thank God. That was my only point of the entire week. It felt good just because I know I, I picked against you with that game. Yeah. I also had them in my parlay. Not that I got my parlay right, but I just had them in two different spots. And for my picks this week, I'm not really changing the formula too much. Against the spread, I'm taking the Lakers plus 10. On Thursday night in OKC, Kings plus three on Thursday night in Charlotte, Sixers plus three in Indianapolis on Thursday night. And my parlay, I'm sticking the same. Whoa. Sixers plus 135, Kings plus 130. I'm taking the Thunder in my parlay, though. Wow. Minus 700 money line against the Lakers. That's embarrassing for the Lakers, but that adds up to plus 514. That's worth five for my parlay. I have a total possible of winning eight points next week. And sit. I will, uh, I'll go through these quickly as well. For my three picks last week, I went one for three. I took the Pistons over the Lakers. We talked about that. Of course, as soon as I start talking shit, complete podcast last week talking shit on the Lakers. We have about a quarter of the podcast talking shit on the Lakers this week. It was bound to happen. That's how I work my magic, man. Yeah, I guess. I uh, I called it. I did call it. I said that was going to come back and bite me in the ass, so I do want that to be known. Uh, second game, I took the Bucks against the Rockets. Bucks came out on top. I got that one correct. It was 116-109. Uh, great game. Lastly, I took the 76ers minus two and a half over the Wizards. Of course, the Sixers fucked me. It's it's unreal. I, I guess I just forgot that Embiid is trash. Simmons can't shoot a three to save his life, or any jumper to save his life for that matter, and their best player is a guy by the name of Landry Shamwow. So, <laughs> sweet deal, guys. Keep up the good work. Congratulations. the fucklations. Was that Shamwow great deal joke a... TV commercial joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, it's, it's just, it's horseshit is what it is. That was stupid. Uh, hey, Sixers, do you just, <sighs> don't be. Hey. Yeah, get out of here. Embiid, you're trash. So stop talking it. My top three this week, obviously I took the Thunder minus 10 against the Lakers. I usually have a rule against that, but PG's just going to go into Laker down and just be like, look, this is what the fuck you guys missed out on, even though. 
it was kind of me that wanted to be here or whatever the fuck. But as a Laker fan, this is how you reverse jinx the Lakers into covering. Thank you. Right. <laughs> uh, you heard Jamie. Right. <clears throat> I did. I got Nuggets minus 12 and a half home against the Bulls. Fuck it. And uh, the Pacers. <laughs> <laughs> the Episode Pacers. 13, everybody. <laughs> Fuck it. I have the Pacers minus three against the Sixers. So I got two bets against you this week in our top three. For my parlay, the moment you've all been waiting for. And I know I'm going to nail this one this week. So you guys should probably. need a fucking parlay. Let's yeah, get it. You should probably put a lot of money on this one because I'm feeling very good about it. I was giggling while I was making it. It's a good sign. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got Kings plus 135 against the Hornets. Show me the cash. I got Pacers minus 150 against the Sixers. Sixers are trash. And I got Jazz minus 105 against the Clippers. They're away. Fuck it. That all adds up to 664. We round up here. That's plus seven. Put a lot of money on that. It's going to do you well. Ten total possible points next week. Fuck yeah. Somebody send the fucking parlay. This is gonna send for sure. I'm I'm feeling good about this one. Like I it, I feel we're in month three of the podcast. Let's hit a fucking parlay. I feel how I felt last year when I won all that god goddamn money, and I just I feel good about this one. That's how I feel. What'd you spend that money on? And um, that's about gonna wrap it up <laughs> for us this week. Um, once again, you guys need to hit us up. That's ballsbackpodcast at gmail dot com, and please. For God's sakes, give us a five-star review on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. I might see you next Tuesday. I mean, I'm showing kind of a shaky pattern. I'm hoping to see you next Tuesday. I'm on vacation, bitch. So I'll be here. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be on vacation, so we're potting. There we go. That's not how everyone adds up, but thank you for being here. (laughs) Looking forward to next week. Hopefully we get some right this week. Absolutely, man.